Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to POC, a politics podcast from a POC perspective. I'm your host, Sandra Zuniga, and I'm joined by my amazing co-hosts. Maite Canito. I'm Carla Chavez. How are you guys? I feel like we need to start the show with a very serious note. We have a... A public service announcement for our our wonderful listeners, uh, and you know, and for you in case you haven't heard it yet, uh, watch out for the microwaves, girl. Watch out. Definitely. I, I'm gonna need you to just be careful because you never know what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So I'm, we're gonna just play the PSA for you guys, so you guys are all you know careful and secure. Because oh, there's espionage going on from yourself, and oh. Taking a whiz, watch those appliances. Microwaves are watching you. They see your every move. Microwaves are watching you. Microwaves are watching you, watching you, watching you, watching you. Through their phones, through their uh, certainly through their television sets. Uh, any number of different ways. Microwaves that turn into cameras, etc. Mm, stay away from that Stouffer's mac and cheese. Don't heat up that leftover cold Chinese. Big O is watching behave. And I don't mean Orville Red and Buffer microwaves. I'm watching you. Maybe your toaster too. You, watching you. About the microwaves, they're watching you, watching yeah. you. <laughs> how about how about my little fancy Mickey Mickey Mouse panini maker? Do you think they're finding a way to watch me through that? You know, it's got Mickey uh-huh. eyes, so that's that's perfect face for a camera right there. Because we don't have a toaster anymore. That's what we use for a toaster. <laughs> there you go. You, you're. I think you still might be in trouble. Remember, the guy said, "Watch out for your toaster too." Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I think this leads us right to, to Monday. That's how we started Monday. Uh, Kellyanne Conway is on the on the Monday on the morning shows talking about microwaves can be used to spy, and that there's microwaves inside them. It, it, I it's we can't make this shit up. You really can't. You're right. This is something that's so crazy to even think about that not even my abuelita would even believe this she would be like Ay, dejate de comer mierderías. it's just so ridiculous to think that you can spy through the microwave if anything you can definitely spy through those alexa and uh google home contraptions those scare me but the microwaves eh, not so much totally Carla. but uh we we just had way too much fun with that psa but on a more serious note Monday also saw the long-awaited CBO score for the GOP healthcare bill. Do you want some numbers that the CBO came from? Mind you, the CBO is not a Republican organization. It's not a Democratic organization. It's a bipartisan entity filled with math nerds that go through the numbers and figure out what the hell happens. Give us the numbers. Give us the numbers. They had some thoughts. So by 2018, 14 million more people would be without health insurance. Oh, it gets better, though. By 2020, 21 million more people would be without health insurance. By 2026, 26 million more people would be without health insurance. And then health insurance premiums for people that are low-income, 64-year-olds, would jump from $1,700 to $14,600 a year. Well, it's definitely cheaper if they're all dead, which seems to be the point of this whole exercise, isn't it? Carla, don't give away the Republican plan. But, I mean, they could not buy a cell phone and afford it, right? You can't. I mean, $14,000 is a lot more than a cell phone costs. I'm just saying. I mean, maybe not for some people. Maybe some people have a cell phone that's that cost. 
Unless that cell phone is coming with like some gold in it, might they? I don't know what cell phone they're buying. <laughs> oh my god, we can't make this shit up. You really can't. <laughs> um, then, uh, speaking of shit, you can't make up. Um, in their mission to destruct our government, like they're not really doing a good enough job, Trump also signed a comprehensive plan for reorganizing the executive branch. And this executive order is great. It basically proposes a plan that includes uh, as appropriate recommendations to eliminate unnecessary agencies, component of agencies, or agency programs, and merge functions where possible. The proposed plan also includes recommendations for any legislation or administrative measures necessary to achieve that reorganization. In other words, we're going to see what we can fuck up. And what we can delete is what they're trying to say. <sighs> it's a fun way to end Monday. What do you oh. think? I'm waiting for him to do an administrative or an executive order signing that he will remove the judicial branch from existence. He would sure love to do that, wouldn't he? I mean, he would. they're being a pain in his ass, but we're going to get to that in a minute. <laughs> Let's move on to Tuesday, my day. So Tuesday... Um, had the House committee extended the deadline, which was originally Monday, for the DOJ to provide wiretapping evidence. So we'll see if anything happens on Wednesday. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> and then Maddow hopped on Twitter, the Twitter machine, and almost broke it, 7 p.m. that night, saying, I got Cittolini's taxes. My Twitter timeline was going crazy after that tweet from Maddow. Same, bro. I love Maddo, and I love that she, like, kind of builds a story. But damn it, woman, you had me super psyched, and it was not exactly what I was working for. She only had 2005s, and it was only the 1040. And we still learned some shadiness, but it was not exactly the, like, this is going to bury him that we were hoping for. But the fact that it crashed the side of the com- of the reporter that originally got the, the, uh, the 1040, and it crashed Maddo's site, like... As a person that works in tech, it takes a lot to crash a server from a company like NBC. Like, you have, like, server upon servers upon servers in case you have a lot of traffic. You have servers in different cities so that they can throttle and balance out the requests. So the fact that they were able to crash the site means that Trump is not right that people don't want to see the damn taxes. <laughs> but I also want to know that the reporter who got the tax returns his family and himself received death threats and different threats throughout uh, the days after he released the tax returns that were placed in his mailbox. And it is absolutely, completely inappropriate to threaten members of the press for doing their job. And I think that's something that we need to keep in mind is that that is something that Trump has done throughout his campaign and already in his presidency is demonizing and making the press be like, quote-unquote, the bad guys who are after him. When in reality, the press is the fourth estate, and they can be instrumental in bringing down regimes that are not quite up to our founding fathers' expectations on how to behave. For example, treason. That seems very fitting at this very moment. (laughs) And, oh, I forgot to share, earlier in the day, the Breitbart versus Paul Ryan fight is still going on. They released some audio of Ryan pledging not to defend Trump from, I guess, a previous meeting over the spring or late uh, late fall. Um, I guess they're still trying to take him down, which I would support. <laughs> uh, I know. Uh, and then we also found out that the president is not the only person with like an alias or another personality. Uh, Attorney General Eric Snyderman of New York uh, has accused Rex Tillerson of also having... Uh, another email and another name that was used in that email. And he used those email alias to talk about climate change because obviously he wouldn't want to use his real name to admit that that shit was real. Uh, Snyderman is investigating whether the company deceived investors and the public by hiding decades that it's known how long the effects are of fossil fuels and climate change. Climate change does not exist. I have no idea what you're talking about. Maite, you know Miami's the first one that's going to sink. You know, all those uh, Santeria and all the drinking and the debauchery of Miami, you know. If anything's going to happen, that's the first place it's going to go. 
But let me write an email with my other name, Pepito, that tells you that <laughs> that's just real. We're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> so Wednesday was busy, too. The Senate Judiciary Committee um, and the ranking members got a Russia briefing. Um, and Senator Chuck Grassley and ranking Democrat Dianne Feinstein went out uh, after the briefing and, and spoke to the press. You want to talk about Feinstein's face, might they? <laughs> no, I don't think they... I mean, they were like, we're sorry, we're going to be rude at this moment, and we can't speak. We're sorry, we can't speak. She looks like she saw a ghost. I, I, She looked scared, like, oh my God. Like, And this was supposed to be all about Russia's connections and, and his connections to the rise to power. So, I mean... I, I, I'm dying to know what they know, <laughs> to be and a fly on the wall. He couldn't even look up. He was looking down. He couldn't even look up. At least he, you know, was able to say something. He was like, I'm not even going to say a word. And Grass is a Republican. <laughs> so, I mean, and she had a, Feinstein had a freaked out face. And one of her former, like, longtime staffers was like, the last time I saw her have that face was when she had to go out and tell the public that Harvey Milk was killed. So that does not bode well for that face. <laughs> it is not a happy face. No. Wednesday, I uh, also saw Trump go go to Nashville for another rally. Um, unfortunately, he was not in a good mood at that rally because right before he went on stage, the the oral arguments for Hawaii's challenge to the Muslim ban part duh, came back and they were successful. <laughs> Hawaii kicks some serious ass. Yay, legislative branch. Um, and in a scathing 43-page ruling, the the judges highlight the words of Trump and his close advisors as proof of the intentions of the ban. And it literally says, because a reasonable, objective observer, enlightened by specific historical context, context, contemporaneous public statements and specific sequence of events leading to its issuance would conclude that the executive order was issued with the purpose to disfavor a particular religion. We could not agree more, but we're going to go through some of the highlights of the 43-page document, if you'll indulge us. Um, and where should we kick it off, Maite? Do you want to hear from Rolly Giuliani, from Stephen Miller, or from Mr. Trump himself? Why don't we, why don't we go close to you and hear Giuliani? <laughs> All right. So, well, Giuliani basically lets the cat out of the bag and basically says the whole game of what exactly it is that they <laughs> they had in mind here. But uh, yeah, let's let's let him tell it. When he first announced it, he said Muslim ban. He called me up. He said, put a commission together. Show me the right way to do it legally. I put a commission together with Judge Mukasey, with Congressman McCall, Pete King, whole group of other very expert lawyers on this. And what we did was we focused on, instead of religion, danger. Huh. So basically that's their excuse, that we're in danger now. Danger. Stranger, danger. America, you're in danger, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, what is it? Um, there's a Z... Uh, when my son watches uh, The Lion Guard, there's a zebra. I dug it. Says, panic and run, panic and run, panic and run. <laughs> panic and run, people, panic and run. That sounds about right, what's happening in that White House. Seems about <laughs> accurate description. Let's go with Mr. Miller, and then we'll end with the piece de resistance with the douchebag himself. All right, let's go with Miller. Fundamentally, you're still going to have the same basic policy outcome for the country, but you're going to be responsive to a lot of very technical issues that were brought up by the court, and those will be addressed. But in terms of protecting the country, those those basic policies are still going to be in effect. Uh, panic and run. Panic and run. Panic and run. <laughs> <laughs> so basically the same shit. I did. <laughs> oh, my God. So, and when we say the same shit, this is what we mean. And I'm just going to let Trump tell us exactly what he means by the, when I say the same shit. Donald J. Trump is calling for a total and complete shutdown of Muslims entering the United States until our country's representatives can figure out what the hell is going on. Damn right, Donald. What the hell is going on? <laughs> Who's this Donald J. Trump person? Do you know him? He, girl, he thinks he's president. 
Is that the Donald J. Trump that's president? Who's that Donald J. Trump? I'm listening to Donald J. Trump that's campaigning all over and hasn't even been a month in the White House or a month and a half. We're not even at the 50-day mark. Or maybe we are, actually. It just feels like every day is like 10 days in this White House. I don't even know anymore. Who does that? Who does that? I mean, at least they give a year of working before they start campaigning and using our money to go to different places and campaign. Yeah. It's either he's either vacationing or campaigning. But he ain't doing any certainly present work. No. I mean, I feel like he... He registered, like, really quickly, too, like, within, like, the same day, I think, that he got into Five office. Five hours after. And then... Five hours. It's insane. I mean, homeboy is always on vacation. He watches, like, eight hours of cable news. When does he president? Yeah, I, what article? I read an article that, like, people find him constantly, like, walking around the White House and sitting down in the press secretary's office watching TV what the hell? They were saying like Obama never left the Oval Office because he was so busy. I would hope so. <laughs> but this president has so much time in his hands that he has time to go watch TV. He acts more like a retiree, dude, than like the president of the United States. And then the kicker is, you know that statement that he was reading that we were making fun of? It's still on his site. Like the statement is still on his website. <laughs> It's like he's not even trying to hide the intention. Like, it's still legit on the website. So let's move on to Thursday. So Thursday, the leaders of the Intelligence Committee said that they had seen no indication that Trump Tower was wiretapped by the United States government during the 2016 campaign. Also, the House Intelligence Committee said the same exact thing. Chairman Gavin Nunez said, I don't think there was an actual tap on Trump Tower. Now they're trying to backpedal and still squeeze themselves out of, out of this. Um... Try to find some kind of excuse to try to, like, legitimize his crazy comments that are based on nothing but conspiracy theories. But speaking of conspiracy theorists, you know what else happened on Thursday? What else? You remember that time that Michael Flynn told us to talk to his his speaker's bureau during the Republican convention? Because it was good times. I, I, I have some audio of him saying us to do that, and then we'll talk about what happened after. Awesome. Last December, you flew over to Moscow yep. to participate in the 10th anniversary Russian celebration television. of RT, Russian television, a propaganda arm of the Russian government, and you sat, sat next, next to, to uh, Vladimir Putin mm-hmm. at a celebratory dinner. Were you paid for that event? I, you'd have to ask my uh, the folks that, that uh, went over there to... to uh, well, I'm asking you. You'd, you'd know if you were paid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I went over there as a speaking event. It was a speaking event. And what you, difference does that make? Well, I mean, I mean, somebody go, oh, he's paid by the Russians. Well, yes! Donald Trump has made a lot of the fact that uh, Hillary Clinton has taken money from Wall Street. Yeah, I didn't take Sachs. any money from Russia. If you ask, that's what you're asking me. Oh, really? Well, then who paid you? Uh, my, my speaker's bureau. Ask hmm. them. Okay. I'd like to know where my money's coming from. I don't care if it's my speaker's bureau. I, if I'm going to talk to some dictators, I'd like to know. Oh but God. you know who also wanted to know? Ranking member Elijah Cummings of the House Oversight Committee. Mm-hmm. And you know what he got back from the speakers bureau? He back he got back what? emails. He got back pay stubs. All communications with the Russian government, who were the ones who indeed paid him thirty four thousand dollars for that little soiree trip. Wow, I I, I need to change my job. I'm, I'm saying thirty four thousand dollars to go sit next to Putin. Vamos, let's I- go. I'll count for Putin. No, I'm, I really wouldn't. But that's not worth thirty-five. I'm gonna need a little bit more than that. I don't know about no, but that's thirty-five. But I'll go for dinner. <laughs> I'll I'll go have some dinner and some vodka. If anybody else wants us to go speak somewhere, we'll we'll go. Thirty-five. <laughs> oh man, but I I really wonder if the. The, the Trump administration will learn their lesson that you shouldn't ask people to ask questions you don't really want them to ask. I, I think that they're so entitled that they will not learn yet. Here's the biggest, like, oh my God, this is crazy from Thursday. And this is going to take us a minute. Not, oh my God, those budget fans. We're, we're going to have to talk about it. They were just, they were just, it was ridiculous. Ridiculous. It's like... Oh, let's get rid of anything that helps people. That's a that's a good recap. Uh, so, like, the biggest winners were Veterans Affairs, that are up 5.9%. Uh, 
Homeland Security up 6.8%, and Defense up 10%. Because, you know, we already weren't spending enough in Defense. No, no. Um, and then there's the biggest losers. Almost every federal agency lost, but the APA got hit the hardest. Um, the proposal also eliminates funding or uh, to dozens of smaller agencies and programs, such as the National Endowment of the Arts, money for public broadcast p- broadcasting, and money to pu- to combat climate change and assistance for low-income Americans, including Meals on Wheels. Meals on Wheels, like, that helped so many people. Even people, some people even, like, paid for it, too, because they can't go anywhere. Exactly. And, and, it's, it and it's not even about the food. I mean, the food, obviously, the substance is important, but it's also sometimes the only time that these elderly people get any any other human contact, you know? And that's also important, too. Yeah, I was, like... I was being on Facebook, one of my friends, and she was, she had posted that her her, her mom had become blind, mm-hmm. and she she actually paid for Meals on Wheels to come, and it was her and that her the person that would come that was like the only contact for her, and when her mom passed away, like she was there crying with a daughter too, because Aww. they built such a relationship with her, and that's what it that's what that program does. Yeah, agreed. It's it's such a it's such a shame, and like. I, I think that the president should be secure and they're entitled to go on vacation. But at the rate that Trump is going, going on vacation five out of the seven weekends he's been president, we could have already paid for Meal on Wheels for the year. Yeah. For, and then trying- the arts. The arts is like, the arts are so important. Like for the youth growing up, for people that, you know, like mental health, the arts are important. Um, but that's all liberal stuff, might they? God. I remember my school was also like an art school, and it just gave us so much more well-roundness to have that yeah. available. And PBS, that's the only thing I let my children watch. PBS, Man. don't mess with Big Bird. Start start donating to PBS people. I know. Because this I is, mean, this is why Big Bird knew this shit was coming, and he went to holler at HBO. Big Bird, the Dinosaur Train, Arthur. So much good stuff. But also, this part I found interesting, too. It goes even deeper, my thing. Independent agencies were also, there's, they want them eliminated. Uh, in reductions to major agencies, they also want to show, the, they want to recommend eliminating 19 independent agencies, some of which are the United States Interagency Council for Homelessness. So, fuck the homeless. Northern Border Regional Commission, because, you know, nobody comes in from the north. And Canada's no. nice, so that's cool. Um, Woodrow Wilson International Center for Scholars, because America first. Chemical Safety Board. Who cares about any of that? Like, just pollute the water. Do your, do your testing. Yeah. Blow, blow your shit up. Who cares uh, about the chemicals? They can buy bottled water. Mm-hmm. The Nally Commission. And the Inter-American Foundation. The Delta Regional Authority. African American Development Foundation. Who needs that? Oh, no. The... Who needs this too? The United States Institute for Peace. We don't want peace. We want some more. We got. We just spent a bunch of money on on defense. We're 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 good. We don't need any of that. The U.S. Trade and Development Agency. So, forget your patents. Nobody cares about that. Your small business. Overseas Private Investment Corporation. Nobody wants you to expand and become a global company and a global economy. Who needs that? And this one, I th- I I had a particular notice of the Appalachian Regional Commission, which got cut by $146 million. And this is the country that basically covers the 13 states that are the Appalachians and, and looks mm-hmm. out for their well-being. And all these fools believe that he's going to bring coal back and voted for him. And here he's like, his first like budget is like, fuck the Appalachians. They just got me my presidency. I don't care. It's not as if he has any idea what any of these departments do in the first place. I don't need them. Who cares about what happens in four years? I'm already running for office. Mm-hmm. The National Endowment for the Arts and Humanities, that's gone. National Endowment for the Arts, that's gone. Neighborhood Reinvestment Corporation. So who needs help getting a new home? Nope, none of that. Who Inst- cares about re- Who cares? Nope. The neighborhood. Nope. Institute for Museum and Library Services, you don't need an education and to learn and expand your brain. Legal services I mean, corporations. Think- fuck the legal. Fuck, fuck the legislative branch. Uh, did you want to say something about the museums and library, Maite? No, I'm just saying that like here in Florida, we're dealing with it. Like before, there used to be programs you could take your kids to the mm-hmm. library. They've been cut to like once a week, maybe that you have it, and 
it's just such a need for like some parents like would actually leave their kids in the library and yeah to read books and stuff like that and not, but, and then they would have book reading book and all this other things that are not available anymore that sucks man Sad. the corporation for public broadcasting is gonna get cut and the corporation for national and community service is gonna get cut because why do we need to have some community service and teach kids to give back Trump never gave back. <laughs> he sure didn't. His kids are pretty good. Right? <laughs> His kids are pretty good, right? With this budget, you have to wonder what's why protect America? There's nothing in there to protect. Your infrastructure is going to be crumbling. Your people are going to be uneducated and ill. Your workforce is aging and can't get retrained or retooled. You're the EPA is gone, so therefore the environment is just burning in ashes. And so, like, why even bother? Let them have it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty much the budget in a nutshell, Mike. I'm depressed. And for these, uh, for people to stand next to that budget. Well, here's the thing. Like, obviously the budget is, like, to me, sh- I'm, my dad was like a big numbers guy, and he always said, show me your budget and I'll show you your priorities. I think that's true. Like, I'll look at my own budget and I say, this is what's important to me, which is what I'm spending the most money on, you know? And mm-hmm. it's true. So that's obviously a good representation of what his priorities are, I think, like the gender in Trump. But I'm wondering if, like, senators and, and House members from the Appalachians are going to be okay with this. Or, like, right. all these people that have, like, angry moms pissed about Big Bird, but then they still have to pay for Trump's travel or his wife to live in New York. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. and that would all cover all these, all these things. Yeah, I hope people are watching. I hope they're paying attention. Yeah, I hope so too. We'll see. We'll see what happens when it actually comes into actual legislation, or like what actually gets appropriated. And I mean, and and cutting from homelessness, like there's already so many people that are homeless and they don't have shelters to go to. Like mm-hmm. I've I've tried to find shelters for like battered women with children. In Miami, they won't even take single moms with, with more than one kid. Wow. That are especially pregnant people. They would, you know, and it's just such a, down here in Florida, such a high need. And for him to cut yeah. that budget is ridiculous. Wow. And it's not even that much money. It's $3.5 million. That's it. That's all they spent last year. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a lot of shitload of money for me and you, but... Not for the U.S. government. Right, but, yeah. It's, like, I can't even, it's, like, oh. probably, like, infinitesimal percentage of what it, the full budget is. You know what I mean? That's probably, like, what, uh, what, in the next two months, we'll pay for Yeah. Probably more than that, because he spent, like, $10 million in, like, the past couple weekends, so. Uh, which, you know, Obama spent 12 in a year, but, you know, we're not counting that. <laughs> No. Oh, Lord. Let's get to Friday. Let's do it. So Friday, well, originally Angela Merkel was supposed to, from Germany, uh, Chancellor of Germany, was supposed to visit on Tuesday, but because of the snowstorm, which kind of fucked up the Northeast, they got, you know, it made sense. They got canceled and rescheduled. And she's, so she came in on Friday. Um, I feel bad for her because she was probably like getting herself worked up to go. And then she's like, now I have to see this fool. And now I can't see him. Now I have to go see him on Friday. <laughs> but she made it. And she was a badass and another world leader, another embarrassment. Start with the fact that he thinks that the U.S. and Germany have a trade deal, which they don't. Yes, they have a trade deal that no one else knows about. Yeah, and Merkel had no idea about this trade deal that apparently happened from her country. Uh, nobody told her. I thought that that was rude. <laughs> Somebody might want to let the chancellor know that there's I mean, a... They were in the middle of negotiations and she had no idea. <laughs> Nobody told her. Nobody told her. Uh, so this is what happened. So they asked, they asked about trade. Trump had some thoughts. Trade uh, with Germany, I think we're going to do fantastically well. Right now, uh, I would say that the negotiators for Germany have done a far better job than the negotiators for the United States. But hopefully we can even it out. We don't want victory. We want fairness. All I want is fairness. Uh, Germany's done very well in its uh, trade deals with the United States, and I give them credit for it. But, and I can speak to many other countries. I mean, you look at China, you look at uh, virtually any country that we do business with, it's not exactly what you call 
good for our workers. I mean, you look at the horrible NAFTA transaction. NAFTA has been a disaster for the United States. It's been a disaster for companies, and in particular, it's been a disaster for the workers. When we speak about uh, trade agreements, then the European Union is negotiating those agreements for the all European of the member states Union of the people. European Union. But obviously, there's also input uh, by the member states. Uh, they bring to the table what's important to them. Uh, we have underlined as um, German industry, German business community, and have made the experience that um, any kind of agreement that we have concluded, for example, um, at the very latest with South Korea, brought us more jobs, actually. People were very much concerned about losing jobs, for example, the automotive industry. But in the end, it turned out, particularly as regards South Korea, in the end, it turned out that both sides benefited. And I think it's only fair. That's um, the purpose of concluding agreements, that um, both sides win. Uh, and that is the sort of spirit, I think, in which we ought to be guided in negotiating any agreement between the United States of America and the EU. I love the way she's like, and trade agreements, both country benefits, it's only fair, like, that's the whole point of doing work with another country for both countries' benefit, not just use. Yeah, I like that she threw the jab in there of, like, and we got more jobs. People were concerned, but we got more jobs. We didn't lose them. We got more, to your point, sir. Oh, but he wasn't done. And so, then, yeah. Did he, like, not want to shake her hand or something? Oh, yeah, there's that. There's that, too. He When they're like, shake the hand, shake the hand, he didn't. He's scared of women. That's powerful woman. is scary to him. But before he was even asked for the shaking of the hand, the... It was, this was a two and two, so two American questions, two German questions. And the Germans were, of course, having none of this bullshit. So they asked him about wiretapping and what's with the crazy claim. And Ch Trump thought he was cute, Mike, then. He thought he would make a little joke. Shall we hear a little joke? Definitely. Okay. Uh, as far as uh, wiretapping, I guess, by, you know, this past administration, at least we have something in common, perhaps. Yeah, that's not funny. <laughs> what was funny was Merkel's face. She was mortified at this. Oh, my God. And for, for people that don't know, that speculation, that rumor, came out of WikiLeaks. I thought Trump didn't like the leaks. Hang on. Uh, so this was just the joke before he actually answers the full question. He then, after his little joke, he decides to actually answer the question that was asked of him and explain why he's claiming wiretapping and that uh, why he's claiming that our allies and friends, the British, are part of the wiretapping scheme now. We said nothing. All we did was quote a certain uh, very talented legal mind who was the one responsible for saying that on television. I didn't make an opinion on it. That was a statement made by a very talented lawyer on Fox and so you shouldn't be talking to me, you should be talking to Fox, okay? Okay, so, um, well, before we actually ask Fox, which we will, why don't we address who this brilliant legal mind is? His name is Andrew Napolitano, and he's this crazy conspiracy theorist guy, and um, he's best known for being like a 9-11 truther, so I'm just going to let him fill you in on his thoughts on 9-11 and trusting the government. Given the history uh, you've shared in your book of our history and our government's actions, wouldn't it be prudent for us to be suspicious of the official government story of what happened on the day of 9-1-1 yes, in 2001? Yes, it would. We should be suspicious of whatever the government tells us, and I'll give you an example of why. Uh, on November 24th, 1963, if someone had suggested that agents of the government had been involved in the murder of the president the day before, they would have either been silenced if they suggested it as an authority figure or with some evidence, or they would have been laughed at as crackpots. Today, 40 years later, it is taken for granted 
that the government was involved in some way in the assassination of JFK. I have friends who are in the intelligence community who will swear to me on a Bible that their predecessors in the intelligence community plotted, planned, and participated uh, in his execution. And people say, well, you know what? He's dead. His family is dead. It's too late. The people who did it are probably dead. I suspect we will have an attitude like that about 9-11 and at some point in the future. And all of that is because the government lies and we let them get away with the lying. And lying has become part of our culture. And, there's, and the government is immunized when it does it. And we expect them to do it again. Um, I have no words. You, I think you did. You had some good words earlier. You can't make this shit up. Like, this is who the president of the United States is quoting. A conspiracy theorist. An 11 truther. A Kennedy truther. I can't. But you, you are right, though. We said we were going to ask Fox. So why don't we ask Shep Smith what Fox News says. An actual journalist at Fox News. And we'll see what he says about this whole wiretapping thing. Heading of the Fox News senior judicial analyst. Judge Andrew Napolitano commented on the morning show Fox and Friends that he has sources who say British intelligence was involved in surveillance at Trump Tower. Our White House team will have much more on that from the White House in just a moment. Fox News cannot confirm Judge Napolitano's commentary. Fox News knows of no evidence of any kind that the now President of the United States was surveilled at any time in any way. Full stop. Damn. When Fox Man, News goes against you, I mean... He doesn't even have Fox on his side. No. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> I'm concerned for Shep. I'm wondering how much longer he's going to have a job. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's staring away from the alternative facts, might they? He's going for the truth. <laughs> no, stop the madness. Stop the madness. <laughs> how dare he? Panic and run. Panic and run. run. I think that's the episode's title. Panic and run. (laughs) We have a title. So that's the the Merkel visit in a nutshell. It was so good to have the world leader in the White House again, but then she has to go back to Germany. (laughs) Why can we bar her for a minute or two? Can we exchange and not give back? Well, I feel bad for Germany. They already had Hitler. (laughs) That is true. I think they've paid their dues. (laughs) What if we could send them to Canada? I'll take Trudeau. He's hot. I don't know. I'll take him too. (laughs) (laughs) He's hot and smart. I support it. (laughs) I'm here for it. And then... Trump left to Mar-a-Lago because it's Friday, as 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 he does. Friday, he went to party at St. Patty's Day. Mm-hmm. He went to go have some green beer. But supposedly he doesn't drink. How fun is that? I don't trust people that don't drink. No, I I'm not can't. a I'm not a big drinker, but I I have suspicions. But anyway, I, yeah, it's just not. It seems like too high and mighty. Um. I mean, of our UF freshman experience. Come on. <laughs> what happens at UF stays at UF, might they? <laughs> don't um, trust but it don't drink. <laughs> True. So that was Friday evening, and then Friday night was a weird story that came out that a laptop with Trump information and Clinton info was stolen from the Secret Service. Apparently a laptop that contained sensitive national security info, including the floor plans for Trump Tower and files related to the email scandal bullshit were also okay. on the vehicle. Who leaves a car unsecure in Brooklyn? Bro. Like, what are you doing, Secret Service? What are you doing? They went to go party and they had too much clean beer and someone, like, swiped the laptop. Oh, my God. I hadn't even thought conspiratorially that way, but that actually makes a lot of sense. Somebody <laughs> got a little drunk on St. Patty's and left the car open. Damn. They did the responsible thing, took an Uber, and left their car. <laughs> oh, man. So that was Friday, and then the weekend has been surprisingly calm, but I don't want to jinx it. So the only thing that happened that was a little like newsworthy was Saturday. We had an intruder arrestor at the White House that uh, kind of pulled up to the barricades and said that he had a bomb in the trunk. So, of course, he was taken down. 
and there was no bomb supposedly. Um, so all is well there. Plus, Chiellini wasn't home anyway. But yeah. oh, and I forgot to mention that the last guy from last weekend that was arrested—that was we were like, why don't we have the weirdos picture? He ended mm-hmm. up being a quote-unquote president of Trump, a friend of the president's, or so he claims. And he, apparently, he was some kind of obsessed fan. <laughs> so he was party part of the lock him up crowd. <laughs> he was he was he was part of the of the the deplorables. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, he was he was mighty deplorable. <laughs> so yeah, that was so that was the week, Maite. I'm I'm tired already. I know, it's exhausting. And next week is gonna be just as exhausting. Yeah, Monday kicks off with a fire because you have the House meeting with Comey with a public testimony of the Russian intervention. Mm-hmm. And the uh com- uh the hearing for Gorsuch, yeah. Uh, so that's and, that's gonna be some fire. Must watch, must see TV. I and know what I'm... Uh, the ACA vote, the retailer vote is gonna be next week at some point. Yeah, it's on Thursday. Uh-huh. Yep, Thursday. So that's already three high profile things that we already know we're gonna have to talk about next week. Yeah, and and next week, <laughs> my ass is in Tallahassee. Oh. Um, Kill me. Uh oh. Well, you better go do the Lord's work in Tallahassee. Tallahassee, as I like to call it. Uh-huh. Yeah. But uh, let's wrap this puppy up. Let's do some end game. This is where we kind of pick one of our favorite segments and kind of highlight something that we enjoyed this week. We have Unprecedented, where it's the last thing that Trump did that was unprecedented. Uh, Beltway Hypocrite, the hypocrisy by an elected official, candidate, or their staff. Political All Star, segment that we praise a political. Uh, agents who did the right thing. Best political quote, pretty self-explanatory. Uh, our politics is local, where we highlight local stories with national repercussions, or a call to action where we share a call to action to activate our listeners, you guys. Where do you want to start, Maite? Where do you want to go? All right, so I've got to go back to the buttway hypocrite. Uh oh. And um, and this one deserves like I think three chancletas. Uh oh, three chancletas <laughs> coming up. <laughs> And um, I think I did him last week also. Yeah. Oh, my God. Two weeks in a row, Paul Ryan. Oh, shit. What did he do now? Um, since he's been drinking from kegs, he's been wanting to get rid of um, Medicaid. Oh, that. <laughs> Shall we have him tell us about his his long-life pipe dream? Yes, yes. When he was in a frat house drinking, mm-hmm. he do shit. All right. Here we go. Uh, it's the healthcare entitlements are the big, big, big drivers of our debt. There are three: Obamacare, Medicaid, and Medicare. Two out of three are going through Congress right now. Two, so Medicaid, sending it back to the states, capping its growth rate. We've been dreaming of this since I've been around. Since you and I were at, were, were drinking at a keg, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I, I was thinking about something else. He was thinking about reforming Medicaid. I was. I was. I, I've been thinking about this stuff for a long time. What a jerk. Med- and Medicare. Medicare. Does he not know how many seniors, sur- not even survive, but like live off Medicare? Yeah. And it's so sad, like, the, what Medicare gives them. It's not even enough. To channel... Carla, he's literally like about to jizz in his pants. Like he's so excited, it's disgusting. And he must have gone to some lame parties because I hear Wisconsin can can party and can hang. But this seems like I don't know what parties he's going to, what kind of beer he's having in that keg. But uh, that's not the conversation I had around the keg when I was in college during our time. That's he was like, let's fuck the poor people. Give me another shot. Give me another keg, Yeah. What am I going to do? I'm going to take away all the money from the poor people. Give me another keg stand. Like, what? What? Who is this person? Why did he get elected? And how can he be so hateful? He's, like, salivating at the chance of screwing people over. It's disgusting. Like, I read about this, but when I actually heard it, I... And his voice, and he's so gleeful and just smiling and giggly, like, yay! And, like, okay, even if, let's say, you disagree with Medicaid, Medicare, Medicare is what our seniors are living off. Yeah. They've worked their whole life to get Medicare. It's not a hand-me-down. It's what they deserve. 
can, yeah, but can we talk about that? I hate that word entitlement. I'm like, yeah, I'm entitled to it because I paid for it my whole entire life. So better give me my money. I mean, they've gotten, you know, taxes taken off yeah. for their Medicare reimbursements, which they don't even get what they should be getting. They're getting less. That's each year. That's the thing. Like, they make it seem like entitlement is a bad word, but it's really literally what you're entitled to. Like, if you know that you have $1,000 in your bank account and they give you $50, you are entitled to all 1000 of it if you want to take it out. Like, it's the same thing here. Like, it's what is owed to you. Uh, and you're right. It's too low what they the percentage that they to live off on. Yeah, I mean... How lo- I, I just, I can't. Like, I already went off on him last week. Yeah, I you go off with him for hours and hours, but I, I won't right now. I just, the, such an evil person. Yeah, I don't think there's a better way to describe it. It's just evil. Yeah. Um. And then I'm going to do two things this week, uh, Andrea. I'm going right. to one. I'm Ball gonna, out. I, what what else do you want to talk about? Ball out. I, I've, I've got to give my girl, Ileana Ross Lentinen, a little bit of a support here. Okay. I struggle with her. She's one of the members of Congress from Miami. I don't agree with her all the time because I think she's hypocritical in a way because she only she's for LGBTQ rights, but she's only because of that because she's got a trans son, okay. and that's why she's for it. Uh, but she's against reproductive health and every other social issue. But, you know, last week she tweeted out that she is going to vote against the repeal of the ACA because how many constituents that she has are going to be affected without having insurance, which in Florida, we have the most, you know, in Miami, most of the districts here, how, you know, between her and Representative Cubrello, they have a lot of people that are under the ACA. So she is going to vote against it. So I got to give her a shout out for that. Listen, I um, support it because I feel like, and say, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. And say that, like, this was done because people are putting the pressure on them. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. You know, she might be doing it for her own political reasons and trying to get reelected, and she's she's not stupid. But I feel like we've always said we're going to keep it 1600 here at this, at this podcast. If a Republican does something that's good, we're going to praise it. If a Democrat fucks up, we're going to tell you about that, too. So... I feel like you got to give credit where credit is due. So we can take all the opposition, whether it's from the Republican or Democratic side, on this bullshit, acta, trying to care bullshit. So hopefully yep. she'll be part of it failing on Thursday, which I would love to see Paul Ryan and Trump fall on their faces on Thursday. Oh, that that would be... That would be that epic. Because if Paul <laughs> Ryan doesn't manage to get the votes, he's done. Like... Breitbart is going to go after him with knives if he can't pull this off he on Thursday. Go, he could go back to the frat house and have more keg stands. I will pay for the first two keg stands and the first two full kegs. Like, if it means he leaves us alone, I will pay for it gladly. Do they still have cash in there? <laughs> <laughs> then you can bring a keg and they'll sell it for you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll, we'll transfer him some, we'll, send, we'll hit him with some, some Venmo money for him to go get his keg shit I'll pay for it to be delivered to his office just just stay in there and just drink don't do anything don't write any horrible legislation just stay in there <laughs> for the rest of your awful term <laughs> just just stay there and drink keep you liquored up good Matt my day, it's like solids solid solid stuff I think for me I'm gonna go back to unprecedented for this week and it's the fact that this administration keeps pissing off our allies. Besides the awful uh, meeting with Merkel that we talked about and all the f- issues there that he's clearly not briefed, or I'm sure his briefers prepared documentation for him, but he couldn't get, be bothered to read it because it's a woman coming and uh, who cares? Ain't nobody paying attention to that. Plus, you know, his, his Trumper people are not really paying attention to trade deals or not knowledgeable any of that, but... What really bothered me is that Sean Spicer sat there and tried to defend him when he was kept getting pushed. Like, you keep saying that all these other outlets had proof of this wiretapping, but none of us 
that are sitting here from all those outlets that you're trying to claim know what the fuck you're talking about. So he starts reading articles and quoting, like, basically they're all saying that there's possible, like, it's all bullshit, right? But at one point he starts talk, quoting Fox because that's, like, their new thing. Like, <laughs> they only go to Fox and now they're going to start blaming Fox whenever they fuck up. And he's quoted the Napolitano thing where he was like, oh, yeah, it was British agents, so that's why you're not going to be able to find anything. To, like, basically set up an excuse for the Trumpers to have. Like, oh, that's because Obama went around and he didn't use our intelligence. He used British intelligence for them to do that. Right? So then the British were like, hold up. Time out. We didn't do this. We're your allies. We share intelligence with each other. So could you not, you know, insult our intelligence agency, please? So... Apparently, apologies were made, but they don't really want to go into detail of what was said in the apology and who it was that indeed apologized. But apparently, McMaster apologized and supposedly Sean Spicer, but he won't confirm because, you know, it's Trump and we don't apologize, which is unprecedented that if you fuck up, you don't apologize. And two, that you're pissing off our closest ally, you know, Germany and the British on one week. Yeah. But Hillary's emails, yeah. Maite, Hillary's emails. Yeah, he is... He's a piece of work. Mm-hmm. So that's my unprecedented or my end game and end game segment for this week. Um, awesome. What do you want to talk about, Carla? My call to action is to connect with every organization that you are a part of and see how the Trump budget screws them over. This budget kills transit projects. It kills health care. Kills PBS. Who wants to mess with Big Bird? So this is a time for you, especially if you live in a red state, to scream as loud as you can that this is not America first. This is destroy America first and then make me richer budget and my friend make me and my friends richer budget. And there needs it needs to be stopped. It needs to be rejected by your member, your representatives in Congress. You have to stop this. Absolutely, Carla. Right on. So I think that brings us to the end of the show. Everybody can find us at pocpodcast.com. Leave us some love there. Uh, you can download us on iTunes, Google Play. We're officially on the stores, so you can go at your you know at your convenience, register with your device of choice. Of course, you can always just download the audio if you want from our website, too. Uh, you can leave feedback, comments, and find out how to get a hold of all of us there. Uh, there'll be show notes with listings to articles that we talked about, uh, YouTube clips for all the fun shit that we played for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'm going to go heat up a hot pocket, Maite, and have some dinner. All right. Have a good dinner. Sh- should I not do it in the microwave? <laughs> mm. Maybe you could do it like old school style. Just put it in the stove. Just put it in the stove. Can you put a hot pocket in the stove? I don't know. Because you still have to keep it in the <laughs> In the wrapper. <laughs> so that might not work out. Well, I'm going to go figure out this Hot Pocket situation. But we'll be back all next right. week. And we'll all tell right. you about all the shit that happens next week, guys. We'll be back. Uh, it's POC Podcast. We'll be, you know, we'll be here to talk about politics. And we'll keep it 1600. Ciao. <laughs> Goodbye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.